1: What do you remember from William and Kate's wedding? That's the question we're asking you. 651-641-1071 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and uh, we would love to involve you in this conversation. Bradley, do you do you remember watching the wedding of Uh, Prince William and Kate
2: oh for sure I mean I feel like we were covering it on the radio I don't remember in what capacity but I know uh, I remember watching the video everybody talking about uh, what's her name's butt Pippa's butt yeah
1: Pippa's butt kind of took over the wedding
2: this was in 2000. Did you say 2011? Oh, I didn't
1: say that yet. Yeah. Yeah. So it was in this uh, spring of 2011 that those two got married. And we do have a little bit of audio uh, from their vows
2: as well. So in the last hour, we did the vows of Charles and Diana from 1981. And uh, this time we have the vows of, as Colleen just said, William and Kate. William Arthur
0: Philip Louis. Wilt thou have this woman to thy wedded wife? to live together according to God's law in the holiest state of matrimony, wilt thou love her, comfort her, honor and keep her, in sickness and in health, and forsaking all other, keep thee only unto her, so long as ye both shall live? Catherine Elizabeth, wilt thou have this man to thy wedded husband, to live together according to God's law in the holiest state of matrimony? Wilt thou love him, comfort him, honor and keep him in sickness and in health and forsaking all other keep thee only unto him so long as ye both shall live.
2: So that was that was their uh, vows to one another. What you don't hear is after that, they do this thing that they also did at uh, Charles and Diana's wedding. Which is uh, they then ask the woman um, who's going to give her away because, you know, women can't be trusted on their own.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. So uh,
2: I don't believe that's happening this time.
1: That, in fact, actually is the thing that they've deleted from this year's ceremony or this prince's ceremony, um, probably at the request of Meghan Markle. Uh, six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What do you remember from William and Kate's wedding? Melanie's on the line. Hey, Melanie, what do you remember from William and Kate's wedding?
3: Hi, I remember when any time they showed a picture of her holding her bouquet, I kept thinking that at the end of the night, her wrists were going to kill and like just be so uncomfortable because she had to keep holding them at a specific angle mm-hmm. the right, entire yeah. day. Right. And I know at my wedding, I was exhausted holding my bouquet, and I only held it for maybe an hour. She held it literally the entire day at one angle and smiled the entire time.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's hard to believe. Like, you do kind of feel like I'm actually looking at pictures, and in all the pictures... It's at the same place. You know, exactly. you you've got to wonder if there's like some sort of like an invisible loop holding her hand to her dress that way. So she just <laughs> rested. Her elbows
3: bent a yes. specific way. I yep. hadn't
1: thought of that. Thank you, Melanie. That's Thanks, so Molly. funny. Uh, Rebecca's on the line. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. If you'd like to join the conversation. What do you remember from William
3: and Kate's wedding? Rebecca, what do you remember? Uh, well, I was I was four months old when Charles and Diana got married. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember anything. And then when uh, William and Kate got married, I was eight and a half months pregnant with my daughter. Oh. Um, and I remember just having a random day off from work and watching it on TV. And now we're going to, she wants to get up. She's seven now. So oh, now she wants that's to get sweet. Up I love that. 4.30 yeah. tomorrow morning. Wow. And watch the whole thing. It's just like
1: she's a baby again. It will. Sure. <laughs> Oh, it'll be a fun moment. That what a special moment to share. Where can we get the cake that you guys were talking about? So we were eating uh, ours from Lunds and Byerly's, and if you call around to different locations, they some of them have some available, I think, still. So, so i would ask for the like the royal. Yep, wedding. yep. Okay. they'll know exactly, exactly what you're talking and about. And if they're smart, awesome.
2: if they're smart, they'll have some slices available as well, because you would imagine there are certain people who just want a piece; they don't need the whole dumb thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, can't wait. Thank you guys. Yeah, Thanks, thank you Rebecca. Have a great day. Um 6516411071 uh, if you'd like to join the conversation. I had forgotten about this. So after, you know, after the and I'm wondering if Harry and Megan will be doing this, Bradley, you probably know. There's a part there was a there was a period of time after the ceremony where they went out onto the balcony. Mhm. At the palace. And it was the same place where um, where uh, Prince Charles and Diana first sort of greeted the the people and everybody waited for the two of them to kiss. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, And I am wondering if Harry and Meghan will be doing that. Uh, If you can look into that for me. You don't know.
2: I mean, I don't know if they're going to be on... Uh, they're not going to be in Buckingham Palace. Oh, sure. That makes they're sense. They're in Windsor. So I doubt that you're... You, you, you'll probably... There There will probably be a public moment to see them after they get married, but they're not going to be in, um, in London. That's right. So they right. won't be on that balcony. I had forgotten
1: about that. Well, one of the things I remember about that <laughs> moment is, number one, it took forever for them to come out. And we were sort of sitting there waiting for them to appear on the balcony. But they had this little flower girl who didn't like the, the noise of the... Um, I don't know if there were like cannons or
2: just the screams
1: of the people. It was
2: probably the the planes that were flying overhead. They always have the, you know, the royal whatever is flying overhead.
1: And she has this sour look on her face as she's cupping her ears with her adorable little flower crown. And she just looks miserable. And she kind of stole that moment. Um, I do remember that now just seeing pictures. Uh, Anne is on the line. Anne, what do you remember from Will and Kate's wedding? Hi,
3: Ann. Hi. You're probably going to find this to be really weird, but bear with me. So I'm watching the wedding with a number of people, including a niece who was probably four at the time. And we see William and Kate in their costumes, and then we see um, Andrew and Fergie's kids with their funky hats Mm -hmm. and their costumes. And the child starts having... A delightful fit because she kept yelling, it's Cinderella, it's Cinderella, it's Cinderella. Mm -hmm. If you put pictures of Kate and Will and the two cousins from Mm -hmm. Fergie and Andrew's girls and put them next to the wedding pictures of the people in the Walt Disney movie Cinderella, the cartoon movie, you will think you're looking at exactly the same thing. The only thing different is the hair, the red and blue suit that William really wore the type of dress that Kate wore, the funky colors that the two cousins wore. It's just absolutely freaky. Oh, that's uh, too but funny. That's if and there's stuff out there. I know there, there was stuff out on, you know, YouTube. Right? Oh, yeah. No, I'm if looking they, at it right whatever.
2: now. On um, If you just Google oh, it, God. it's kind of right. shocking. It's weird. How,
3: yeah. yeah.
2: They're literally oh, walking in funny. the same. And you're talking about Beatrice and uh, Eugenie. Eugenie.
3: And there you go. I couldn't remember the girl's name. Yes. Yeah. Right down to the colors of the the brown and tan versus and versus kind of yeah. the green and blue. That the, yeah. I mean, it's like.
2: That's hilarious. Right I did exactly. not know that. It's
1: weird. Thank you, yeah. Anne, for but, um, your call. That's too funny. I also remember, and I can't tell Eugenie and Beatrice oh. apart, which one is which.
2: Can I just, can I addend? Yeah. Amend. Addend. What she just said. Mm-hmm. That was uh, fake. Because I just snoped it. And it said, um. Photographs reportedly showing the wedding of Prince William and Kate Middleton matching up with images from Cinderella is false. Oh, interesting. These photographs were...
1: um, Oh, they were doctored. Yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. Oh, yes. Oh. Sorry. I don't mean to ruin it. I do have to say this, though. Do you remember? I don't know which one is Eugenie and which one is Beatrice. Yep. But the blonde one, do you remember her weird fascinator? Oh, yeah.
2: I had forgotten about that entirely. Yeah, because I have a photo of myself wearing that fascinator. How did you get it? Because everybody could. So There was some sort of app where you could put the fascinator on your head. Oh, really? Because everybody was obsessed with fascinators that time around because we'd never heard the word fascinator before. At least it had been so long since anybody had uttered the word fascinator.
1: How long have fascinators been a
2: thing? I think since there have been heads.
1: Fascinator is such a weird word for... it I don't know. It sounds like high tech like, oh, that's the fascinator, the royal fascinator. Like, I don't know. I don't understand. Anyway, um, I had never noticed him until this wedding. I did hear Steve say that, and I don't know if he was joking, but during Donna and Steve, he was explaining that women have to wear hats at a, at a wedding up until a certain point. Royals then change into their tiaras after a certain hour.
2: That's I don't sad. know about that, but I will say usually women wearing uh, head coverings in church, that goes way back. I will say that according to Wikipedia, since the 90s, the term has referred to a form of formal headwear worn as an alternative to a hat. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily that uh, old term, but the obviously the item has been around quite a while.
1: Mm-hmm. It'll be fun to see those tomorrow. What yes. kind of fascinators are on parade? Uh, and we will be paying attention to that tomorrow during our wedding, uh, royal wedding coverage. You'll be able to listen on My Talk 1071, but also see on Facebook Live as we all broadcast throughout the morning celebrating the royal wedding. Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about. Megan's plans walking down the aisle and how Prince Charles factors into that. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, the Queen and Prince Philip's presence at the wedding. We yeah. have some interesting things uh, having to do with that. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. Who wants to talk for a moment? Megan's dad. That's I don't know. That's the question. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of hay made about Mr. Markle, Thomas Markle, and uh, whether or not he was ever meant... To walk his daughter down the aisle at the royal wedding. Uh, and that's what we're talking about on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk talk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and as I uh as I started to read about the royal wedding this morning, there's been a definite story arc to this Thomas Markle story. Yeah. It kind of started at the beginning of the week. Sure. Uh, where we found out that some paparazzi photos that had been taken of him, the father of the bride of Prince Harry had been set up and that they had maybe uh, earned money for them. And then we found out that uh, he had had a heart attack, a few days prior, he's been struggling with his health. Then about midweek, we learned that he was going in for surgery to have some artery blockages removed. Yep. Uh, and then we got a statement from Meghan Markle from the palace yesterday, uh, just wishing him good health and, and hoping that we would all respect his privacy. So then this morning, the story arc ends with the following headline. Revealed, Megan will enter Windsor Chapel accompanied by just her flower girls before meeting Prince Charles halfway down the aisle, who will then escort her to Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, allegedly, this had always been her plan yeah. to at least start the walk down the aisle alone. Um, we had all assumed that her father would be walking her down the aisle. But according to this article that I had read, she never had any intention of of walking down the aisle with her father,
2: not the whole way yeah. not the whole
1: way, yeah. but that instead had uh had wanted to do so with Prince Charles are you so, do you
2: not buy that or what's your
1: no i I don't think her father was ever going to be at the wedding I really don't
2: so what was the whole folder all about then i mean what was the point of that
1: i think for him to get attention i think for her sister her uh, half sister to get attention to insert themselves into the story in a place where they weren't i think her mother probably listen that her mom is the only family member of hers that is at the wedding the only family member. Now, you may think that that sounds suspicious. Well,
2: I don't know what their family is like.
1: That's what I was just going to say is, you know, every family is a little bit different. I mean, I will tell
2: you right now, if I had a wedding, there would be very few actual family members because I don't have a big family.
1: Hmm. Um, I don't have a gigantic family either. I will say that I there were people I had invited to my wedding that I am related to that I invited because it was sort of presented to me that that's what we do yeah we invite these fam- i would not if i got married today yeah. i would not invite those family members yeah they also came in yeah, well some people were incredibly like to do the embarrassing whole big thing, so and
2: then they you know but uh, but then you know there are people who are just like yep it's just just going to be a small ceremony but again i don't know what her family is like but um you know i don't know that it was I, it just doesn't like i don't know what anybody got out of that except for the sister maybe she got some news attention
1: well and that's the thing i don't i think it was ill advised i think it was you know horribly executed but i think that they took advantage of the moment um, for their own personal gain, whatever that was. I don't know that they had the foresight to understand how it would all play
2: out. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener, hosted the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
1: Yeah. Or how it would make people look, or, you know, they didn't have the experience to to know, you know, what the what the fallout from such behavior would be. But I don't I really truly don't think that there was ever any intention for him to be a part of it. And she was incredibly gracious and they probably gambled on that, or at least the palace was very gracious in the way that they um worded her statement about her father. But it does I just in any case it is a beautiful gesture that she has invited uh, Prince Charles to um, to bring her down the aisle. And again, they've eliminated that piece of the well, ceremony that, I don't, where somebody's giving her away.
2: And I was talking uh, to somebody earlier. I think it was Holly, actually, this morning. I I think very little of this wedding. OK, so there's a certain part at which, you know, Meghan Markle's picking the food and the cake. But as far as the theatrics are involved, I don't feel like she uh, did. I say Kate.
1: I thought you said cake. Oh, cake. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe I said cake. You said
1: Meghan Markle's Meghan picking Meghan Markle the cake.
2: is picking the cake, etc. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of the theatrics of the wedding, I don't believe she has much to do with that at all. Uh, right. Because, you know, the Queen still has to sign off on this particular wedding. I was reading uh, about a, a bunch of stuff leading up to their wedding, including but not limited to the engagement and all of that and how the Queen's hand was uh, really in all of that. And there were all of these sort of like... I don't want to say secret messages, um, but like the ways that Meghan is referred to uh, when she uh, was uh, became engaged to Prince Harry as uh, compared to how Kate was referred to, you know, the Queen was still very much involved in determining how this was going to be presented. And so I, I would have to believe that the Queen would have said all along, like, this is what's going to happen. And if your father doesn't walk you down the aisle, then, um, you know, Charles is going to have to, mm-hmm. and there's been some precedent for that because Charles had done that for his goddaughter. Um, so it's not like it's not like I don't believe that they were scrambling at the last minute to figure out. I'm sure the queen was like, "If it's not going to be your dad, it's mm-hmm. got to be Charles,"
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, because they don't leave things like that to chance. Like right. to two days before the wedding, they're like, "Okay, well, what do you want to do, honey?" Right. You know what I mean.
1: Well, speaking about the queen, uh, Bradley. This, I thought this was interesting you said she shouldn't be at the wedding but she will be I want to know what that means and also we'll find out how it how it is that Prince Philip is going to be at the wedding uh, and then we'll talk about some of her American friends that will be showing up as the at the wedding More as well
2: royal wedding information
1: after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, what does that mean, Brad?
2: Well, history and royal protocol and all that stuff. But remember, I feel like I said this a couple days ago. Like, here's the thing with the royal family and, and um, royalty in general is. You have a ton of rules, but uh, in many ways, you kind of can make up the rules. So, And when you're been the a queen, princess. you get to enforce the rules, right? So the queen can tell you what you can or cannot do, but you can't tell the queen necessarily what she can or cannot do within reason, because, of course, it's a constitutional market, uh, monarchy. Anyway, um, I remember when I was reading, just most recently, I read a book about uh, the queen's grandmama, who uh, was known as Queen Mary. And um, uh, funerals, for example, and some weddings, uh, you didn't see uh, like the, the sovereign at because, you know, in a way it took it it, it took away from the sort of
1: oh, sure. focus sure.
2: of the thing. Right. So, you know, it, it's a distraction. Right. So, for example, I think it was Queen. I don't remember which one, but there was a part of the book where they talk about how Queen Mary, uh, somebody died, and she sort of watched from behind the scenes. Hmm. Like, she couldn't be, you know, right there in the front pew. Because if she funeral. is, then
1: everybody's looking at the Queen and not at what you're there to do.
2: Yes, exactly. So then I was like, well, wait a minute. Is the Queen going to be at the at the royal wedding? And then I was like, well, of course she's going to be there because she was there with Kate mm-hmm. and uh, William. And then I looked back and I was looking at the vows uh, for... Uh, Charles and Diana, and she was there. Mm-hmm. So um, that all bears with the fact that um, she's the queen and she can do whatever she wants, mm-hmm. right? However, with Meghan Markle, there was a very big question, mainly because, not because there's some old protocol thing, but the queen is the head of the Church of England, right? Mm-hmm. What do we know about Meghan Markle?
1: Nothing is real and everyone smokes.
2: <laughs> Ding. But
1: She's American?
2: Yes, and...
1: She's she went to Catholic high school.
2: Yeah, but and
1: she's in. So she's visiting rules. England, she's becoming. She English. broke
2: a rule. She got divorced.
1: Oh, oh yes, thank you. Oh, Gosh, oh.
2: I knew you did I Can't get there, believe I
1: didn't. Even though get you it.
2: didn't, but um, so she's divorced, right? Uh-huh. So technically, the Church of England does not allow for divorces unless, mm-hmm. unless. Um, there's some like extenuating circumstances, like the person had some horrible, you know, illness and they're not going to recover and they can't fulfill their things or whatever, or you're Mm -hmm. not allowed to remarry if, uh, you're, um, your ex is still alive, mm-hmm. right? So either your ex has to be dead or you have to been given special dispensation, which should only be for a certain number of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Well, again, what did I say? The queen, she gets to do whatever she wants. So she's going to go to, uh, Harry, Harry and Megan's wedding, even though technically she shouldn't go uh, because Megan Markle is a divorcee. Interesting. Now, Interesting fact. You might also say to me, well, didn't Prince Charles marry Camilla Parker Acai Bowls?
1: Well, didn't Prince Charles marry Camilla Parker Acai Bowls?
2: She did. And you'll remember that Princess uh, or excuse me, Camilla Parker Acai Bowls mm-hmm. is
1: a divorcee.
2: Yeah. Also a mistress. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Also. Anyway, the queen didn't go. That's right. So to their wedding. So the queen is still like, okay, you're going to be the king someday. I'm not going to your wedding because that would be like approving of this behavior. And I'm not approving of that behavior. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to Harry and Meghan, I kind of don't care because he's number six. Mm -hmm. And he ain't never going to be king. And uh, also it's 2018. And I don't want to tick off, you know, everybody who's still paying my salary. Right. Right.
1: Also, Harry. I mean, don't you feel like Harry... I, this is the story I've made up about the Royals, okay? Sorry, I don't mean to yeah. take us all the way off no, track. No, I'm fine. But this is the story I've made up about the Royals. Yeah. That Harry is like everybody's favorite. Yeah. Because he's a little bit like... he He's probably a huge headache for everybody because he's the one that has created more scandal probably than his older brother. But he also just sort of is kind of lovable. And I just feel like... In my mind, Granny, Gran, will do whatever for Harry because he's just so stinking adorable. And
2: there's some precedence to that because, again, I, uh, you know, was reading the biography of of Queen Mary, and Queen Mary actually liked Queen Elizabeth's sister better uh, because um, Queen Mary was all about the culture and you know the art um, and literature and sort of the you know more cultural elements mm-hmm. of. Uh, her role as a as a uh, monarch and uh, Margaret, Princess Margaret, the Queen's sister, was far more about that. So she had a great relationship with her grandmother, whereas mm-hmm. um, Queen Mary was not so amused with, you know, Queen Elizabeth in terms of her ability to enjoy the same things.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah the the other big news today. What is so cool is that. Prince Philip is going to be able to be at the wedding. 96 years old. He's been in um he's been in in the kind of health that is not allowing him to do public appearances anymore. So he's made a choice to not do so, but is going to be at the wedding. Uh and everybody's really excited about that. 96 years old.
2: Yeah, well there was a period of time if I remember within the last 6 months that we thought he was probably going to Leave us that he
1: wasn't going to be able to be able to make it to the wedding or anything at all. Yeah. Ever again.
2: Can we just also marvel at the fact that those two are still alive and they're still married?
1: I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I am not
2: worried though, that when one goes, the other one's going to go quick.
1: Well, that's usually what happens. And I, you know, listen, I don't, I don't pretend even to know a lot about the Royals. I don't really I haven't finished watching the crown, for example, I don't know enough about them.
2: They've been through a lot.
1: They've been through a lot. I do make up stories about them a lot just because I see them in pictures a lot. And in my mind, in my, in my story, the story I tell myself about the two of them um, and about that whole family is just like, this is that like that they have this beautiful, true love and that, you know, and you're right that when he goes, she won't be far behind. Um, do you think, she, is she going to step down? Is that sort no, of the I, rumor?
2: I, I mean, that's an option to her. She could certainly, you know, uh, allow Charles to, to to take over. But I don't think that's going to happen because I believe that if that were to have been her wish, she would have done it a long time ago. Because I mean, she's like not?
1: 92. Like yeah. What's
2: the point of waiting until you're on death's door to do the thing that. Yeah. You know, that's it, it, That's the one fascinating thing. And I will say again, I'm, I've been talking a lot of this book that I read, but um, this particular book about Queen Mary talked a lot about sort of just the you through one person's life. You get to see the evolution and the cycles of what it means to be a royal. And um, one thing you you grapple with very quickly is that in order if you are going to be the sovereign someday, that is the king or the queen. The only way that you can be the thing that you were meant to be is for someone else to die. Mm-hmm. So it's like not a happy thing necessarily, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's such a unique thing. Like in what other world do you become your best person? Well, I shouldn't say your best person, but when do you become the pinnacle of what you were meant to achieve where someone else is required to die? Oh. It's kind of depressing. It's a right? little morbid. Yeah.
1: Happy wedding day. (laughs) Holly, did we get something horribly wrong? Is that why the phones went bonkers? No, somebody wanted to point out that the fact that the Church of England was founded because Harry VIII wanted to get a divorce. And also someone heard that Princess Diana Psychic was talking to E! News and said that Princess Diana does not like this marriage because she thinks that Meghan Markle will cheat on Harry. Was that Miss Cleo? Call it me now. Oh, she, okay. Oh, also, just uh, because I'm just sorry. because
2: King Henry VIII, you know, uh, divorced and killed a bunch of people, the Church of England still uh, does not approve of that. Condone,
1: yeah. yes, it's divorcing long- and killing a lot of people. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: Um, also, I actually I saw a movie about. Um, Megan and Harry's oh, relationship God. and not again I just want you she to know trying to make this a thing. it appears to me from that movie that Princess Diana does absolutely approve of their marriage because she the, comes the to them in a form of a lion
2: in Botswana. in Botswana
1: and um she appeared to them on a night uh and I think that's when they really knew <sighs> that they were truly in love
2: I think that <laughs> even bigger- I think
1: it's preposterous
2: I think the bigger thing that Megan should be afraid of is not the ghost of Princess Diana, but it's the the ghost of oh Christmas Future. Yes. No, the ghost of Wallace Simpsons. What's his name? King. The one who didn't the one who stepped down to be with Wallace Simpson. Yeah, I always get the names confused.
1: I mean, because they all have the same names. I don't know. I don't know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I think he's a George
2: something or other. It's it's not Edward.
1: Okay. Let's figure it out in the break. Bradley will tell us the whole story after this. And then (laughs) we will also, we will also get to our daily snap judgments. So this or that question we ask every day. Oh,
2: okay. King Edward VIII.
1: What did he do? The Duke of Windsor. What did he do? He
2: abdicated the throne. Uh Uh-huh. You
1: didn't know that? I mean, probably somewhere okay. in my brain, oh my I know. I don't it. know
2: the, the love affair between them that he felt so strongly for her that he he stepped down from oh, the throne.
1: Wait, that's in the beginning of the Crown, right? No, it's well, not. it's part
2: of the Crown story yeah. for sure because that really informed because Elizabeth had to deal with the fact that her uncle stepped down, made her father the king, which killed her father essentially. Right. So she had this resentment against uh, the Duke of Windsor, who went on to just be this like lazy playboy who was like, I think I made the wrong choice, but. Uh, and also I might be a Nazi, but um, the moral of the story that I was trying to make is that I would be more concerned about his ghost mm. because, remember, he was not able to be king because of a divorce. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't able to marry Wallace Simpson that uh, while yep. being king. Yep. And so now I feel like his ghost might be a little and, resentful. And now
1: she's getting married. He's and- marrying
2: a divorcee. Yeah. yeah.
1: When we come back, we will get to our we daily snap there. judgment. It's a this or that question we ask every day. Today we asked a royal-inspired question. And the question was:
2: Are we already there?
1: Yeah. Whoa! I know time
2: flies, I girl. Know when
1: you're talking fish and chips
2: or bangers and mash,
1: fish and chips or bangers and mash. That's the question we're asking. We'll get to your answers after this on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107 I am basically listening to a radio documentary in the break about the royal family. Bradley, Not and a Holly. very
2: well-versed one, but I've got bits and pieces.
1: No, you guys have more bits and pieces than I have, that's there, for sure. There was a lot of fussing in a few. We right? were just
2: talking a little bit about the family tree of... Uh, Queen Elizabeth's family and there's a lot Some of skeletons. tangled branches
1: occur uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and um, Bradley is using the royal wedding knife that we used to slice the royal wedding cake to Scrape the wedding bits. cake off of the royal spatula. Can I tell really quickly before we get to our daily snack snap judgment? Snack
2: judgment. <laughs> we do that on a regular saying.
1: basis. That Holly came, or not Holly? Uh, Marley came in in the break and saw that we had wedding cake here, and she goes, "Where would you guys get this?" And this is the best thing about Marley. Marley Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: ...than I've ever known. So I say to her, well, we it's actually from England. We actually called the baker who's making... Megan and uh, Harry's wedding cake and asked if there was a tier that they weren't using that we could sample and they sent it and she literally keeps looking at me she goes, wow, they did that? And I'm like, oh yeah, She's- you know, you probably could do it too. And then I said to her, Marley, no, of course I'm not serious. We got it at Lund's and Byerley's.
2: Marley is basically the Rosen Island of my top 107.
1: <laughs> I mean, she hook, line and sinker. And meanwhile, Lori was standing next to her and looked at her and goes, you didn't really believe that, did you? Meh. <laughs> nah. she did.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. Hey, look who's here! It's our friend.
2: Donnie. Give it up for Donnie! Give it up for Donnie!
1: Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing,
0: Donnie? Donnie's
1: pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who, Who is Donnie?
0: Pip, pip, cheerio, babe. <laughs> hey,
2: Donnie. Yes, we believe you're probably a bit of a royal watcher,
0: aren't you? Not well. I. You know my. My parents were British citizens, yeah, so you so. must know everything. Oh mm-hmm. sure, <laughs> everything you know? there is to know.
1: Tell us everything right now.
0: You don't want to know what my mother thought about the royal family. Oh, was she oh. A, a Republican? She was. Oh. Yeah, she uh, she didn't not, have the time of the day Democrat for those. But... Her, my mom was. What have they ever done for me? Nothing. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> no, that's how she felt. So she um,
2: she wasn't spending a lot of time going to like the coronation. Uh, and the I couldn't have cared less.
1: Okay, so that actually is a question I do have. Like I know, we're all excited about this, and it is meaningful to us for one very clear, specific reason this time. Yeah, because we have some skin in the game. Uh, (laughs) Meghan Markle, skin in the game. Well, you know what I mean. Like Meghan Markle is, um, she is an American, and so Uh we feel like, okay, look at us breaking into the royal family. This will be fun.
2: Finally, we're going to return the favor. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Breaking into the royal family.
1: So, but then, but I do wonder: is it as big of a deal to um,
2: the
0: Brits?
1: Yeah, to the Brits. Are they as excited? Or is it really just all tourists that are there no, making hay?
0: No, I think I think a lot of the Brits are very, very excited about it. And, and
2: there certainly are a lot of people from the Commonwealth at, at large, people yes. from countries all across the globe that used to be former, uh, you
0: know. Yeah, like Australia and Canada and, you know. Places like that.
1: And other places. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I think we also suffer from that like fairy tale itis. Right. In the United States. So we grew up with, you know, uh, Cinderella and Mm -hmm. Snow White. And for us, These are particularly fascinating times because we don't have an equivalent, even though I would argue that, you know, we do. It's just it's our own. And so we're like, oh,
0: you mean the Kardashians?
2: Yes. it's
1: A little trashy. It's like it's trashy. trashy And I know this
2: is uncomfortable to say, but even our president. Yeah. People are uh, treat whoever it is, not this particular one. But I'm saying our the role of president Mm -hmm. often has that pomp and circumstance and formality to it in a way that we just don't maybe appreciate the same that. Yeah. Other people might find fascinating.
1: Well, and I think also, I mean, we have had, you know, certainly there have been discussions about the Kennedys and even the Bush family, um because you know they were they were so involved in our political system in so many different ways um that referred to those <laughs> as sort too of many our, of them,
0: frankly, right
1: in our royal as our royal family. But but it's not we don't have anything that is authentically like this the royal family with all that pomp and circumstance. Um, and so we do get a little bit excited about it. like you said, we've sort of fairy tailed it. Um, and we'll be fairy-taling it tomorrow. Uh, We're going to be
2: fairy-yeah, you know, high, high-fairy-taling it over to. You're getting uh,
1: high? what no
2: like hightailing it oh high-tailing okay it, I'm high-tailing sorry I'm just, I'm just no. to be clever. we're gonna get high <laughs> tomorrow
1: um, hey. Hey. Woo. couch lock starting at 4 a.m. there will be continuing coverage of the actual wedding as it happens as it unfolds before our very eyes uh, we will be doing so live on air and also you'll see us on Facebook live we're having a royal pajama party oh yeah yes oh, and um, lovely. and you will hear all of your favorite hosts as we um watch the royal wedding together uh and there's so many things that we don't know yet which i do i will say like what? they have done a great job of keeping some stuff under wraps like we don't know what her dress is gonna look like we don't
2: know the americans that are gonna be at
0: the reception
1: yeah like there's a, there's enough that we won't know about until it happens
0: tomorrow now mm-hmm. am i clear that the actual do you take do you take that is not televised
1: Okay, so it's not on television, I believe, but it will be on streaming on YouTube.
0: So they are going to allow a camera inside the church for the exchange of the vows. Well, okay, so here's what what, I'm not clear about.
2: What we heard on our show today was from our friend Molly Vandenberg from Google that YouTube will be broadcasting a live feed from inside, indicating that that meant the entire service. Oh, okay. I would presume, though, that any network could carry carry that that, feed live. So unless we were grossly misinformed, you Mm -hmm. should be getting more of a bird's eye view than perhaps we at first
0: believed. Well... I will look forward to it. Smashing, as they say. Smashing. Hello. Wonderful day. Um, Everybody, Pip
1: Pip, we'll talk to you uh, early in the morning for the royal wedding. Thank you for uh, celebrating with us throughout the day. We will celebrate with you in a few short hours as we watch Meghan and Harry wed tomorrow morning on MyTalk 1071.